Marsh. Now that one I want to go to, but then again, yeah. I think I really okay. Let's go on. Let's start the show. So we can record. We started. We started. We're fucked with. I've already hit record. Oh, bitch. <laughs> I don't want to talk about, you know, the real book, my personal case. If I said something personal, you edit it out. Did you say? I don't think you said nothing. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so uh, what was I about to say? Oh, there's going to be a scientist march. Right. So I'm here for this. I'm here for all the petty and the science. But also, I'm still a little mad because scientists try to say that black people are inferior. So I'm really trying, like, I'm too fucking weak at this point. So, you know, like, that um, Asian man who said scientifically African-American are the most unattractive women on the planet. Like, you know, shit like that doesn't science to perpetuate racism. I get it. And it's like, I'm too woke. Yeah. Everybody offends me. Everything offends me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like everything and everybody, right? <laughs> right. Looking at this side Girl, I'm like this walking around. I hope America is driving down the highway on the way to the club and they looking in the mirror trying to put the makeup on and then crash, <laughs> crash, crash. <laughs> Good. What's up? Who um got you fucked up this week, Pooh? And then uh, and then in, um with the job because you said you had a story last week or whatever. Yeah, I did. Okay, so. Was it last? It was week before last. So, um, week before last, on a Friday, on a good ass Friday, I was waiting in the lobby for her to come pick me up from work. Going home mm-hmm. for the weekend, I'm out there talking to some account executives or whatever, and you know, she's talking to me. She's talking to me about the, um, like the. Basically, she asked me, "Have do in my area? Do I have any? Have I found any relief as far as?" Um, there not being as much work. And I'm like, no, it's still, like, it's still super busy. We're still not getting help. Like, you know, your boss is not, you know, helping like she's supposed to. I'm just talking. So this lady comes into the lobby with the, uh, she's a white lady. She comes in with another black lady. Now this lady that comes, the white lady that comes in, I worked with her at a previous company and we got laid off or whatever and so we all went our separate ways i came here i don't know where she went oh i do know where she went but it don't matter so she ended up coming here so she's only been at my job now for about a month so mm-hmm. and she's been pissed off the trainers i have a friend in training and she don't fuck with her she cannot stand her and so wow. i'm sitting there in the lobby talking to the account exec and this white lady comes in and she says um, she says something to the account exec, and the account exec is like, oh, this is my coworker um, talking. She was telling me, and I was like, oh, I know her already. And she's like, yeah, I know Gooch. I knew her back when she was ratchet. Oh, no. The record scratches. So, yeah. right. So I was like, wait a minute. So the account, I can't show out though. I can't show out. I cannot show out because I'm in the lobby of the of the building. Call you gooch or you just gooching for the gooch? 
Which is some yeah, she didn't call, she called me by my real name. I don't care if people know my real name. She called me Sherry. So um she yes, yeah, so the account exec is like, What did she just say? And so she ended up walking outside. So as the white lady and the lady she was walking with was walking outside. I heard the lady that she was with say, did you really just call her ratchet? Mind you, the one who's asking her this is black. She said, did you really just call her ratchet? And she was like, well, she was ratchet. Mind you, when she knew me, when she knew me, I was in my early 20s, had just gotten to, you know, working in a corporate environment. I was not ratchet. I was very unpolished. I will say that. So I did not play the game. I was not, and I I heard this all the time, like, you know, you got to play the game. You got to kiss up. You know, you got to, you got to smooch people. You got to, you know, and I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not kissing none of y'all's ass. Y'all going to take me how I am. And I was very outspoken and they did not appreciate the fact that I was very Mm -hmm. outspoken and that actually prevented me from getting, the positions that I wanted to because of my outspokenness. Whereas now it's like they appreciate it, which totally boggles me. But I, I will say I was I was super unpolished. And so, but I was not ratchet. And so I'm... We all were at some point. We all were. Right, right. Especially so, in the early 20s. Like, no, that's right. not even the same person. Right. So I am super heated. I'm pissed. Pearl comes up, and I go outside, and I her and the lady she was walking with, and the account exec is outside talking, and I walk right past them because I'm heated, I'm boiling. I get in the car, and I was like, just drive off because I'm mad right now. I tell Pearl what's going on. She was like, oh, no, nah, that's fucked up. Like, you got to do something. So I was like, no, nah, I'm going to handle it. I got it. I I'm, I got this. So I'm still mad. So I um text no I go on Facebook and I reach out to the trainer and I was like listen I gotta talk to you today because I am hot and I don't want to make a mistake I don't want to fuck this up so I'm texting her back and forth she's like okay yeah you gotta talk to her ain't no need in going to HR don't talk to her in person because you're gonna screw it up make sure you get it in writing because you if she does go to HR you want to have a paper trail you know just trying to direct me and how to go so on Monday, I get to work. The first thing I do, I tell everybody, don't talk to me right now. I'm busy. So I put my stuff on busy. I sit down and I construct this email. And I go, hey, white lady, um, on Friday, I was standing in the lobby. And, you know, you made the comment that I was ratchet. And you did this out loud. And you did this in front of everyone. Not only was that embarrassing and demeaning, it does not make for a positive work environment. That word that you used was very coded, and I didn't appreciate it. And in order for us to continue to work together as a team, I need you not to say that again. I'm not seeking an apology, but I just need us to move forward from here without you saying those words to me again. So I let the trainer read it, and she was like, that's good. That's real good. Go ahead and send it. So I sent it, and so the white lady writes back, and she's like, hey, you know, I am super sorry. I didn't mean it. Like, it was a bunch of bullshit, and I'm like, I just don't care. I just need to know you fucked with me, and I can't let this happen again. So, you know, she's like, you know, I, you, what did she say? I apologize. That's, I didn't mean it. Y'all know how I feel about intent. It doesn't fucking matter. And 
she says, you know, you weren't there to hear the entire the entire story. I told them how you were back then and how you've grown now and how I'm so proud of you and how I admire you and I look up to you and blah, blah, what? blah. Right. And so I'm like, now you blowing smoke up my ass and you pissing me off. And so I didn't even answer her. And so I let it, I, just, I did not answer. I just let it go. And so the next day, I had to go see my work husband who sits across from her. So I'm talking to her, uh, talking to him. And she's like, hey, Sarah, can we talk for a minute? And so I was like, what's up? And she's like, you know, you didn't respond to my email. And I was like, yeah, I didn't think I needed to. You know, we just got to work well as a team, and that's it. We do have to work together. I just need you to know you can't say that to me. And she's like, well, you made the comment that what I said was coded. I don't even know what coded means. And so at that moment, I was like, Okay. I'm I'm done with this entire conversation. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Have a you nice day, white lady. Right. You don't know what code it means. Well, you know what? You have Google, just like I do. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Look it up. You know good and goddamn well what code it means. You fucking called me ratchet. What did you mean by calling me ratchet? What does that mean to you? You know exactly what that what the fuck that means. What? You want to call me hood. You want to call me ghetto. That's what you wanted to call me. But, 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 but why, why, why do people be so comfortable walking up, like, to just, okay, so if you see one black person do something, you think it's okay to walk up to all black people and do something. Right. Why, why do you do they want to be down so bad? And think so about it is, and the thing about it is, is that it's just not necessary. At talk all. the way you would normally talk, Brad. Like, if, if this is your normal inflection in the way you would talk, just do that, okay? Don't right. yo, yo, yo it up for me. Don't do that. It's, and that, it's, and, that's, it's and what pisses me off is because I don't present myself that way at work. I'm very proper, you know what I mean, unless – I'm around mm-hmm. people that I really know. Then I code switch to, you know, how I normally mm-hmm. talk to other people. But at work, I keep it professional. And she mm-hmm. does not, because we worked together in the past, does not give you the privilege to think you down with me. Like, no, we're not friends. Keep it strictly professional. We ain't friends. We ain't cool. Mm-hmm. We work We work together, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's like that she crossed the line. She crossed the yeah. line. You know what yeah. I mean? Like like sis, you, you you there's a lane and you're not in it. Out of it. Right you're 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 so doing far. you're doing this all wrong. I just I couldn't believe it. Like I just and then so <laughs> my friend I told y'all my friend is a trainer and she is so damn petty. She was like <laughs> So out here, you have to get an inspection sticker. I don't know. I know in other states Uh you don't have to. But out here, to drive your car, you have to have an inspection sticker. And that's where, like, they check your brakes, your lights, your, you know, your Mm -hmm. seatbelts and all that stuff. If one thing on that inspection fails, then you get a big-ass rejection sticker that they put on your window. And it literally is the circle with the line through it saying that Mm -hmm. the Commonwealth of Virginia has rejected your car and you can't, you know, you can get a ticket for this. So the trainer was like, 
she want to talk about ratchet. She got this big ass rejection sticker on her car. <laughs> I don't know why her shit ain't fixed. I died. I died. And it's so funny because I bought it in VA in Virginia. Uh-huh. So um, it had the sticker in the window. Right. And then so my car it passed the inspection, but how about all my years? Like I ain't never seen nobody rocking with the with the with the line through it. Yes. And it's like it's like, ma'am, madam, to see this is the, the cute part about the state of Maryland. I, my car failed inspection, but they said you have until this date to get this shit together. So mm-hmm. I just kept driving, but they don't stick nothing on your like they don't do nothing to your car. <laughs> they stick a big ass reject sticker on your car. And what's fucked up is if you riding with it, like you can get pulled over and get a ticket for riding on it. <laughs> and I'll never forget. I almost had to cuss this dude out because oh my gosh. I um my car was registered in Virginia and you know it puts the year on when you get it inspected mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know like this is for how long it's valid so right. I, the sticker was like for '09 and of course it's like 2012 <laughs> 2013 and this dude's like hey your the sticker on your car is expired. Now look, I'm like, oh, like, oh, you know, oh, I, I don't know, like, whatever. She was like, but it's yeah. expired. I was like, yeah, it's expired, but I got my own plate. My nigga, my nigga, <laughs> like, look at that stand-up chick. But girl, this nigga really was like, but you, I mean, y'all was like, I'm saying, and I was like, sir, I live in Maryland. Right. Like, right. Look at the place, <laughs> nigga. I'm not the place, my nigga. <laughs> Calm your shit. Listen, when I moved to Florida, that was the first thing I scratched off my car. Why don't you go to war with me? Oh, God. And I just was looking at him like, God, nigga. Right. You're wasting all of our time. Go away. And I was like, okay, fine. I was like, fine. You're like, okay, fine. I was like, it's not bothering me. I don't care. I'm not moving. Right. Probably like that little white, you know, line right there anyway. You know, like when you take a stick off after it's been in the window for a while and like part of it sticks to it and, you know, it doesn't yeah. all come off. I, I, I hate that. So I'd rather just leave the stick of it. I don't care. <laughs> that's my thing. But that's how I felt. <laughs> so, go ahead, though. So what else happens? You said what? What else happens? That was it. I left it at that because it was, it was honestly no point in continuing this conversation with her. And then for me, it was like, I can't take this to HR. They don't understand. So right. I just, right, she knows right, right. not to talk to me like that again. Yeah, she just, just put her on defense. Like, so when she see you, just like play it cool. Like, be professional. Yeah. Stay my way. That's it. 
That's all I do. And when I like, she'll be, "Hey, how's it going? Hey, girl." Yeah, yeah. You ain't got nothing for we talk, Right? Are we talking about a project right now? Because if we not, mm-hmm. why is she? Let here? me go open this soda. I'll be back. Right. Don't write back. Tell her don't write. Tell her don't write. <laughs> don't back. write back. <laughs> That's what you should have signed off in your email, bitch. I should have. Hashtag don't write back. (laughs) Next time you try, fake email you with some girl, you know, girl, you know, here's some more smoke for your asshole. Once you do some shit like that, you hit it with the thank you for the response, but this isn't necessary at this time. P.S. Don't write back. Do that, do that for me. Like, I don't know what she thought. Like, you give me compliments. I don't know what you thought was going to happen. Like, if you thought I was just going to forget everything else. Like, I don't need your approval. I don't give a fuck how you feel about me. You don't sign my checks. You're not even nowhere near close to being a supervisor, team lead, or manager. So how you feel is invalid. It's irrelevant. Like, just do your fucking work. All up in there. Honey, I feel you. She ain't got time for none of them motherfuckers. Mm-mm. Let me tell you, because it's like right now, the way she's going, now I'm here to collect my check. That's it. And like, and just make it home. That's all the fuck I got to do every day. That's, that's it. That's it. Make it home. I don't that's care it. about that. I got to cut. Listen, I got to make sure I focus on HR so they don't fuck up my check like they did last week. Like, how y'all short me a whole day's pay? Like, I can't be fucking around with this white lady because HR over here fucking up my check. So, again, lady, I don't care. (laughs) Like, listening. (laughs) Be like, you know what? I'm going to start hitting people like, you know what? Um, I got this nigga named Geico asking me for money. Right. I'm gonna start asking with that shit. Like I'm gonna start just asking people if they got money. Like if you gonna waste my time, you gonna pay me. Okay. I'm gonna does this paid. involve a check? <laughs> does this conversation involve a check right now? Let me tell you something. Over it. Over it. So listen, you know who got me fucked up this week? Please tell me. You. What me? You and this naked taco from Taco Bell. Listen, listen, you trying to catch me outside, how about that? Catch me outside, how about that? No, that shit is delicious. I'm going to go on Saturday because I'm about to go with my booty hole real quick. Because I'm going to go with my booty hole real quick. I was like, come on now. Listen, a gut buster. Come on, my nigga. What's up? What? What? It was delicious. I walked up into the Taco Bell. Josh greeted me. He was like, "I know what you're here for, boo." I was like, "You already know, Josh." He was like, "I'm about to drop him right now. Go ahead and get you the five dollar box." So I did that, and he made sure I got that ranch, uh, avocado ranch, spicy dressing, and fresh lettuce and tomatoes and cheese. And it was it was so fucking good. He was like, I'll see you tomorrow. And I was like, you're damn right, Josh, because he gave me a coupon for a free one. So I'm going again tomorrow. It's great. Like, why was it was hot. It was crispy. Ugh, so flavorful. Like, I don't understand why, why y'all don't appreciate this good-ass taco. 
timing. Let me tell you something. What was that um, chicken burger thing on my box at KFC? Girl, the double, the, what is it, the double down or something? <laughs> it was two pieces of big-ass chicken breast with some ham or turkey in the middle or some shit like that. Bitch, you out here taking penitentiary chances with your asshole. Listen, I don't regret it. I don't oh nothing. If I die, I will die happy, okay? I told y'all, I look at it as a win-win because the last time I ate Taco Bell, which was like maybe three, four months ago, I got severely sick. I could not eat for a week, and I lost weight. And so I was like, listen, if that happens again, I'm okay because I'm in a plateau. I can't drop these pounds. So this might push me to where I need to be. Also, I hadn't used the bathroom in like four days. I was locked up. This got everything moving. So, again, I am winning. What could be – nothing's wrong here. Life is awesome. You got me fucked up because <laughs> I really just knew that we were going to record on Saturday because you were going to be doubled over like my nigga. And I was just like, nigga. <laughs> I'm not, like, this is shenanigans. This is, this is that 2017 shit. This is that that is time. Let me tell you something. You be back to talking about how, girl, my vows don't move. I'm not in waters to it all, okay? I don't want you. I don't want you. It's like that. I'm not lit. If I if it happens, I brought it on myself. I have no one to blame but me. But you know, I'm 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 confident about my decision. I saw that shit out. But look at this. She proud about this shit too. Yes. Yeah. I put on Snapchat everything. Oh, you put a filter on? Did you put a filter on your talking? Did I what? Your chicken. Your naked chicken pot. Did you put a filter on that bitch? You put it on Snapchat? Nah. Hashtag no filter. On that scene. Oh, I am. I'm going to resist. I don't have a reason to, 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 to work, to, to even believe that I'm going to work together. Like, who are you? Do I know Yes, I see Maxine. <laughs> Why is she black excellence? She's the GOAT for the whole 2017. She's mood for 2017. She mad because she was in Hillary pocket before Obama came along. And Donald fucked up her play. So, oh, yeah, she mad. Oh, yeah, she is hot. You can look it up. She is hot. Oh, she's on fire. Well, this is gonna be At her least moment. She ain't no backpedaling hoe like uh, that bitch ass Warren. So everybody's all like, "How bad could it be if Ben Carson is the secretary of housing and urban development?" <laughs> and it's like, my nigga, he's a surgeon. Could be very bad. Surgeon. What the fuck is he gonna like, do? We ain't cutting up I'm I'm so like it's, I I I I'm so offended at the fact that they did not offer him Department of Health and Human Services. I'm like, right. There's really a lot of legitimate things like he really legitimately could have did. He could have been a Condoleezza 
to, you know, Cheeto's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, his yeah. imperial reign because he's not like, this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. So um, it's like he really could have redeemed himself in a way with some dignity, but he has none. None. Which makes him the Didn't ultimate. Didn't he say he didn't, um, didn't he say he doesn't recall ever running for president? Oh, my God. <laughs> Am I making this up? I feel like I'm not. Uh, is that a fake news? That's fake news. Is that fake news? Is that real news? Was it? Girl, I don't recall. I, I just remember the Popeye's organization shit. And that was <laughs> after that. He was at a Popeye's organization? I never recovered from hearing that. And then when I saw the pictures of his home and he's got a picture of him and Jesus walking on the beach holding hands, I, it, his house is so, oh God. His house is gross. I remember it. All those pictures of him and Jesus, you know, and he okay. only saw one footprints in the sand and he asked, you know, what happened and Jesus was like, he carried him. Yeah. The hands. I remember that. Yeah, he's got gifted hands. Don't ever forget. Feel like you know. I feel like uh, he's. Uh, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I, I don't either. About him, he looks like a. How is I can't explain it. What happened to him? Like what the entire hell? Do they have something on him, or is he a nut job? Like, what's happening? Uh, it might be a mixture of both. I feel like he's like, like he's like some. I don't want to kink shame, but I'm a what? Did you say a kink slave? No. I said I don't want to kink shame. Oh, kink shame. I thought you said kink slave. <laughs> no. Masturbator, like in like the weirdest way. Like, I I can't with I, these pictures. He puts and on I, like a latex <laughs> glove filled with KY, then he loses his hand. Like it's just something really weird, like whatever it is. And, and, and then he probably rebukes himself afterwards. He's so ashamed no, and disgusted. Uh, or like his wife doesn't season her greens, so they look good, but they taste you know like water. She doesn't. And, it's awful, just awful, just all the just terrible things that really could be <laughs> them. It's Their the, house looks like it smells like mothballs. They look like they live in Lemony Snicket. Oh, Ty Sweeney looking ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
people in church, they always got to tell, tell her her slip showman. Church lady. Okay, that there was always a lady at church whose slip always is always falling. It's always mm-hmm. falling because she got that raggedy, rusty-ass safety mm-hmm. pan in it. She done had this mm-hmm. slip, half slip, not even a whole slip. She done had this half mm-hmm. slip for 20 years. She refused to get rid of it. Come on. Mm-hmm. I know. You Look, the elastic worn out. Yes. She popped yes. it when she was pregnant for the second time. And she just never <laughs> let it go. Girl. <laughs> Talk about her. Talk about it. Tell her. <laughs> I Tell. remember it. Whew, so many good memories <laughs> in church. <laughs> oh, Lord. So while I'm busting up this, this bud real quick, hold on, where are we? What are we talking about? Um, I'm not supposed to be rolling mine. <laughs> Bitch, you better roll your own. Growl. I ain't really nothing. <laughs> I'm privileged. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm using my light skin privilege. I don't know how to roll, and I don't know if I would smoke with you. You said I don't know how to roll? I know how to roll. Uh, you know, you do. Yeah, I told you, you I had to learn because... Um, I got tired of dudes asking for sex. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? And that's one of the reasons why I always I knew how to buy my own bag and I knew how to roll. My sister and my um, shout out to RT from the Facebook group. They taught me how to roll or whatever in 1995. Really? Yep. Yeah. They came I, home from. Um, School. And I was a senior in high school, so my sister, she had just graduated high school the year before, so she came home, I think it was like winter break, and he was, uh, I think he was on break from the military or something, and uh, I came home from school, and they were home, and I was like, hey, and they were like, hey, and we rolled up, went to the park, we got high as hell, and then when we were out there, he was like, look, I'm going to show you how to roll. My sister was like, yeah, you know, you got to know how to roll. They were like, yeah. you're a girl, you got to know how to roll. Yeah. So they taught me. So by the time I got to college, I didn't play them games with niggas. So I wanted right. To like, I didn't have anybody to direct me, you know, to guide me. I had to learn on my own. And, like, I wouldn't buy my own. It would just be provided to me. And mm-hmm. they would roll it for me. But it's like, I'm tired of giving up ass to get this weed. Like, <laughs> I'd rather just buy my own. And roll up myself. So I had to, I just started watching them and I was like, oh, I can do this shit. I can do this. Yeah. Now I rolled and um, niggas used to smoke with me just off the strength I knew how to roll and they liked the way I rolled. Yeah. So I always, you know, niggas always assume like, oh, she would have let her niggas do this. No, I was rolling the blunt, getting high shit. Sometimes I didn't have to have weed because mm-hmm. I was rolling. And that right. would be, you know, my, that's what I would do. I'd bring the blood and I'd roll. And niggas like the way I roll. They like to watch me roll. And they thought when I got high, I was going to, you know, fuck. But I'd be like, all right, I'll see y'all niggas later. And I'd go <laughs> to this session and roll me another jam. Niggas is so trifling. Every aspect of life, y'all niggas is oh, just yeah. trifling. Good. There's sexual politics in everything when you're doing something and you're a woman. It so. is. 
You have to know how to do shit yourself. I learned that though. But I've always, I've always done my thing. But yeah, I had, I did. I was fortunate enough to have a few older people when I was coming up to tell me some things. But for the most part, I learned a lot of shit on my own too. Yeah, it's just how it is. But I'm glad I did because that's his life and shit. Sometimes mm-hmm. ain't nobody be able to tell you. And you got to be able right. to learn how to think through some fucking problems and shit. Cause she exactly. Be and, you know, you got to learn how to survive. But, like, I mean, listen, you got at the end of the day, just you still remain standing at the end of the day. Don't want to knock you off. No matter what. <laughs> but, uh, so. This I hear that grinding. <laughs> grinding. You know what I keep in. And so <laughs> when you see a bitch like me shining, grinding. Shout out to VA. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oklahoma court has ruled <laughs> forced oral sex is not rape if victim is unconscious in drinking. This ruling is causing widespread condemnation from critics saying the judicial system was engaged in victim blaming and believing outdated false notifications about, excuse me, false notions about rape. An Oklahoma court shocked prosecutors and anti-rape activists when it ruled state law does not criminalize oral rape if the victim is unconscious. So first and foremost, let me unpack that right there. Oral rape is a term. It's called fucking oral rape. Right. But it's not rape. Well, no, no, no. It does not criminalize oral rape if the victim is unconscious. So this is a pattern that I've noticed um, since the inauguration that a lot of uh, people are starting to say, lawmakers are starting to say that, oh, if we pass these laws, these draconian laws um, that harm women more than they help them, it's like, oh, it's going to teach them to be more responsible about sex. And it's like, wait a minute. Absolutely not. not going to happen. Why the fuck? Why we got to be responsible? Why you just can't well, stop sticking your dick in everything? This is what I want. This is what I want. I'm going to write my local politician. or You know what? I get robocalls or calls from the my politicians, and I talk to them sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start answering. I'm going to say, I want you to start passing legislation that if a man gets a woman pregnant and they found that he's a father, he has to marry her. Right. How about that? Let's make that a law. You Let's, won't like that shit. If a woman guess what? Pregnant, you out here listen. cheating on your wife and you get another bitch pregnant, now what you going to do? Right. And if you do something like that, oh, yeah, you have to pay for support both households. Okay. It's just more abortion if y'all vote for that. So, oh, and you have to pay the wife if the wife divorces you, you automatically have to pay her restitution. Gee. Yes. How about yes. that? You know they that? ain't gonna pass that shit. Oh no, but I'm gonna tell all my college people who call me asking me for me to vote for them. Come 2018. Oh no 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 no. Yes, please vote, y'all. Please vote. Oh, Next 2018, year. oh, we're ready. I'm fired up, ready to go. I got my voting hand ready. You understand? <laughs> and I really feel like, and I'm going to tell them to them, like, have you supported anything, any measures that Donald Trump has done? And if they say yes, I'm going to be like, listen, if you are not actively resisting him, you're not getting reelected. 
Right. Period. That's the message I will send to them. If you are not actively resisting him, you will. I will not elect. Like I will not vote for you. I will tell my friends. I will, and I was like, and I, everyone that I know votes. Like I'm a constituent. I'm a taxpayer. I'm a law-abiding citizen. Like no, I will. I can't, and I will vote for someone else. Period. I think they fail to realize um, they work for us. Like mm -hmm. we voted you there. But the way that gerrymandered the districts and set up all that stuff and done this and passed those suppression laws, it's like now nah, and the way they're purging these roles and things like that and, and, and not allowing people to vote. It's very systematic in the way they did it in strategic where they've been doing this and hammering out this for, um, for years. And we've seen this fight being played out over and over and over again. And now we're starting to see it come a little bit to fruition. And this has been in play for a long time. And this is what they yeah. had planned all along. And um, I think on the one hand, it was just kind of like, no, this is not happening. On the other hand, it was just like they're crazy. But on the other hand, it's like, no, they, they really believe this. And so now um, they got to go, all of them. They got to go. Bye-bye. And they, they, have, they have job security in a, in a sense mm -hmm. because they have a white, they've secured white districts to ensure as long as they have a majority white district, they will be elected. And so, yeah, that's not that next year. That's it. So hold on. You crack this. Hold on. Um, the decision was unanimous by the state's criminal appeal court, but legal experts and victims advocates believe this ruling is only a symptom of a much bigger problem. The troubling gap that still exists between the nation's laws and evolving ideas about rape and consent. The case involved allegations that a 17-year-old boy assaulted a 16-year-old girl after volunteering to give her a ride home. The two had been drinking in a Tulsa park with a group of friends when it became clear that the girl was badly intoxicated. Witnesses recalled that she had been carried into the defendant's car. Another boy who briefly ruled in the car recalled her coming in and out of consciousness. The boy later brought the girl to her grandmother's house, still unconscious. The girl was taken to a hospital where a test put her blood alcohol content above 0.34. Yeah, oh damn. She awoke as staff were conducting a sexual assault examination. The test would later confirm that the young woman's DNA, the young, excuse me, the young man's DNA was found on the back of her leg and around her mouth. The boy claimed to investigators that the girl had consented to performing oral sex. The girl said she didn't have any memories after leaving the park. Tulsa County prosecutors charged the young man with forcible oral sodomy. And don't these puritanical jackholes, you know, dislike sodomy? Like, why are they trying to excuse it? I don't understand. I want them to be judged by their own standards. Um, but the trial judge dismissed the case. And the appeals court ruling on, on March 24th confirmed, excuse me, affirmed that prosecutors could not apply the law to a victim who was incapacitated by alcohol. Forcible sodomy cannot occur where a victim is so intoxicated as to be completely unconscious at the time of the sexual act of oral population. Uh, that's rape. The decision read, its reasoning, the court said, was that the statute listed several circumstances that constitute force, 
and yet was silent on incapacitation due to the victim drinking alcohol. We will not, in order to justify prosecution of a person for an offense, enlarge a statute beyond the fair meaning of its language. Benjamin Fu, the Tulsa County District Attorney leading the case, could not believe the ruling on the case. Plain meaning of forcible oral sodomy or using force includes taking advantage of a victim who was too intoxicated to consent, he said. I don't believe that anybody until that day believed that the state of the law was that this kind of conduct was was ambiguous, much less legal, and I don't think the law was a loophole until the court decided it was. To focus on why the victim was unable to consent puts the victim at fault. Some legal experts refused to blame the court, saying instead that the ruling should be a wake-up call for legislators to update Oklahoma's laws. Michelle Anderson, the dean of the CUNY School of Law, who who has written extensively about rape law, calling the ruling appropriate but the law archaic. This is a call for the legislature to change the statute, which is entirely out of step, with what other states have done in this area and what Oklahoma should do, she said. It creates a huge loophole for sexual abuse that makes no sense, she said. Oklahoma has a separate rape statute that protects victims who were too intoxicated to consent to vaginal or anal intercourse, but it does not extend to oral rape. Like, how do you call it fucking oral rape? Right, anyway. the very word. Uh, Okay, there's an update. I can't go on, but okay. Jennifer Gentile Long, who leads the group, a equitus um, that guides prosecutors in sexual and domestic violence cases, said there are still gaps in the way laws are written that allow some cases to fall through the cracks. This case seems to be one of them because it did not involve vaginal or anal rape. In the wake of the outrage after the ruling, Fu vowed to push for lawmakers to update the code. Many states have engaged in a broad overhaul of their rape laws in recent years, Anderson said, part of a movement to fall in line with the modern understanding of rape. There is a recognition that social mores have changed. The law should now try to protect sexual autonomy as opposed to sexual morality, she said. Often the law changes after an outcry over unpopular court rulings. Fu said other defendants are making the same argument in other parts of Oklahoma to avoid charges. The defendant's attorney, Shannon McMurray, said that prosecutors were clearly wrong to charge the young man with forcible sodomy and not a lesser crime of unwanted touching. There was absolutely no evidence of force or him doing anything to make this girl give him oral sex, McMurray said. Other than she was doing talk. What kind of raggedy bitch you gotta be to be a female uh, a female attorney and helping this little nigga who raped somebody? Oh my god! Oh. And there's an update. Months after this ruling, Oklahoma lawmakers finally closed the loophole and amended the law. Now, sex crimes in the state will not go unpunished when the victim is unconscious or intoxicated. So what does that have to do with this child getting justice? Right. She doesn't get anything. Again, like so many other women and and men out here who don't. What kind of creep are you that that you would willingly have sex with someone, oral or otherwise, that is unconscious? Why do you even want that? Mm -hmm. 
Nothing about that is sexy. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like to be around people that's too drunk. You know what I mean? Because they get on your nerves. So right. why do I want to have it's sex with somebody who's just blacking mean. out? It, oh, God. Sex is better after everyone's paid the lights. Let me pay the bills, you know? I, I, that's what I need. Like, we, we pay the bills and then we have sex. So that, that's the right. time for me. I don't need any of this. I just don't. I mean, Y'all just raggedy. Y'all raggedy. You just... <sighs> this story is killing my buzz. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just... I, I couldn't I couldn't do it. I just would not be able to do that. And it, it can't feel good. It can't be like some type of... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, it don't make you look cute. It don't make you like the big man on campus. What... What is the point besides that you just mentally got something going on? And in that case, you need to be evaluated. Like, it's just, I don't get it. And then to just make laws that blame the victim. I hope this isn't going to be another side part two. Oh gosh, probably it is because everything is just some bullshit. But at it's the same all time, bad. it's all bad. <laughs> like nothing, like nothing is popping right now. Ever since Obama left, like ain't nothing popping. Sis. Girl, did you watch? Um, did you watch? Uh, the Christette Michelle interview on the Breakfast Club? I did. Okay, girl. So. Fuck her. From what I've read and and from her statements and her spoken word (laughs) poem, this poem, whatever that shit was, um, says, the only person else who stepped up to defend her is India Army, and I'm like, girl, that's not cute. Who asked you? Who no, fucking asked you? You and Lomo can't eat Chris Evans' ass with chopsticks because, right, <laughs> just shut the fuck up. Like, she, I'm sorry, she doesn't, Chris Michelle does not represent anyone but herself. And to say that you're mm-hmm. bridging a gap, like, Mm-hmm. Or you're you're building a bridge. How? Mm-hmm. Please explain to me how singing a song is building a bridge. And then she says, "Oh, you know, um, what the fuck did she say? She wanted to start the conversation. The conversation's mm-hmm. already out there. You singing a song mm-hmm. doesn't start a conversation. But what does start a conversation is you actually starting a conversation about how people of color are mistreated. About systematic racism like that starts a conversation not you going to the inaugural ball not getting paid quarter mil like everyone thought you were getting paid you got paid less than that not Mm. going up there and wearing a basquiat skirt that does not start a conversation i'm sorry Mm -hmm. it just doesn't i love art for political reasons i think you know that's definitely a way to, to it could be a form of protest is by art, but that wasn't the time. 
Mm-hmm. Just dumb. Dumb. And then when like, you listen to the reasoning and the logic and the, the it's like she ain't say nothing. And like this is not cute, and it's 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 just it's like and and it's an indignant just being indignant about it. Like now is not the time for this. It's like now is not the time for that. And no, you look foolish. And she talked about her family has disowned her, and she lost. They kicked her off of Love Jones musical. I was like, yes, not a game out here. Right. It's not because you didn't play it smart. You didn't play this smart at all. Nope. What you was like, like the, the only person smart was Jennifer Holliday. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was like, nah, y'all not gonna get me. <laughs> all her things, she was like, I still got to eat these streets. Like, oh no, no, no. Bye. Fucking with me in these pictures. I'm not trying for that. No one does. And she said, oh, ain't nobody fucking with her. No. Ain't nobody fucking with her getting that check in these streets. Because it ain't, it's just, what are you going to do afterwards? Like, what way are you going to get your money after that? Because <laughs> you really done fucked it up. My tell you to <laughs> She got you up She's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm like, right. oh, I was cold. Because, <laughs> you know, it just, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I would have questioned it. Like, okay, why does he want me? Like, y'all, her mm. and Harvey, like, so y'all just, y'all people just tell y'all where to go. You don't question any of it. You don't raise any eyebrows like why would this person why would this political person reach out to talk to me because I don't have any political stances I don't do anything for the community why would they come and talk to me now if the president would have reached out to John Legend I could mm-hmm. see that I know John Legend would be like nah but I could I could see that you know what I mean because of what he does for the community I, I don't see, I don't, what are you here for, Chrisette? Like, you just wasted so much time, and you didn't even get to talk to him. You talked to no power people. He didn't even greet you. No, he was too busy. He got there after you finished singing. So how important were you? And she knew she was getting ready to sing for the president. She didn't sing for no president. And the thing about it, when she was talking about it, the thing about it was she kept trying to throw how she, she kept trying to throw out how she um, had sang for Obama when she met President Obama. She met her and and spoke to her and and treated her, you know, like an individual. You know, and and gave her time, and it was, right. you know, was breathing still. You know, and she was talking. I was like, "This you hear yourself?" Like it's like she's right. saying it to rub in everybody's face. Like I mean, I've sang for a president before. Like it's not that big of a deal. You know, like when I did it for Obama, like you know, I I sang for him. And I was like, Girl. and look at President Obama and 
all that he has accomplished, all that he does for everyone. And look at how he and his wife treated you, and now compare that to the treatment that you received from Donald. Mm. Completely different. I also sorry for that bitch. Like, she deserves every bad thing that comes to her. I don't feel sorry. The only person who wants to send you at this time is India Ari. It's like, bitch, what the fuck did you got this? What do you want to ask this shit? Like, our minds are made up. We are. And resistant. people still not fucking resistant. with you, India. I don't know what you did to these people, but they don't see it for you. So you might want to be girl, quiet. I gave up on that bitch when she after girl. So when she put her first album out, Alicia Keys put her album, her first album out too. Yeah, India Ari. So. Seven million copies of her album. Which she sold five. And the RE got nominated for about seven uh, Grammys. Alicia Keys won five. <laughs> oh, shit. She, India was mad because she was like, the only reason why she lost is because Alicia is light skinned. And she's oh, dark. And um, she's the more marketable one. And she gets this is that. And I was like, sis, sis. You outsold her, okay? Right. I was like, you outsold her. It's okay. You didn't win. Like it was, I just, it was something about how she was trying to make it a thing when it was like I don't really think it was a thing. It just Alicia when Alicia Keys first came out, it was a big splash, and I and I don't think anybody yeah, was. Her album, that first album was great. Songs in A minus. She was way more mainstream than India. Right, you know, India, was India has that whole tap music. She was popular. She she does. She does. India does. She she is hotel adjacent. Right. Like, it's not like she's diet hotel. Right, 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 right. It's, it's like it's under. It's, it's it's at her core though. It's there. It's mm-hmm. underneath her circuit. I think if we push her far enough, she's gonna be like. Mm-hmm. She done crept into shit. Umar's hotel room before. I bet. Oh shit. No, nah, but um, she um, she just irks me. She irks the fuck out of me. She's always yeah. irked me, and I don't see it for her. I'm not a big fan of hers. It just she just seems really draining. She just she just seems like she's draining. Her music yeah. is draining. It's she draining. Just always, yeah, it is very. I listen to it when I'm sad. Oh, like I'll I'll put on some India. I I will, yeah. I just didn't. I really stopped seeing it for her when Patty had to get in her. Okay, so they did a um. Patty got the Lifetime Achievement Award. It was on BET in some program. It was Gerald Levert. It was Faith Evans, and it was India Irie, Hunty. India came out first and fucked it up, and she was singing and she could not hit the notes. And Patty was looking at her in the audience, and Patty was waving her arms, looking at her like, girl, if you don't hit the phone. I thought Patty was going to take her shoe off and throw it at her and hit her in the phone like, you don't get my nose. Like, Patty had to say, she was looking like, what is this shit? And you know she got it together. Look, Patty really was in the audience, and she was going up, going here. And I was like, Patty's right. She's not enough. This bitch is not enough. She's yeah, nope. Kiki Palmer of Neo Soul. She's not no. Enough. She's not enough. She's just not enough. 
He's not. You know, have like, a disdain for Kiki Palmer. <laughs> I have a disdain for Kiki Palmer. Is Kiki Palmer? It's like, yes. it's like, girl, she needs to just, just cut it. She's Kiki Palmer isn't enough. She's just not enough. Do you think that she's, like, not living up to all that she could do? Because I don't really know Kiki Palmer besides the uh, Aquila and the B. And then um, I'll see when people talk about something weird that she's done. But, like, I don't – is Kiki out here like that? No, I don't think that. I think Kiki is on the cusp of really – She's on the cusp of obscurity, in a sense. It feels like mm-hmm. she's grasped that strong. She's not enough. It's like, she, yes, when she did Aquila in the Bee, it was critically acclaimed. Excuse me. Everyone thought, like, oh, you know, she gave a wonderful performance. And she was a, a good, sturdy actress in her yeah. youth. But as she developed and got older, it just seems like somewhere along the way she missed a step. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know why. But she's out here now, and it just seems like the stuff that she's trying to do, <laughs> like when she was at Ferguson, living up to the Michael Brown and it's not funny. What did she do? <laughs> but she tried to go to Ferguson, and they were like, oh, there were some gunshots in the um, background. Girl, <laughs> Kiki broke She left? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. you be looking like this. Like what the girl? She it's not enough. It's just not enough. It's just not enough. Like it just isn't enough. Like it's not enough. You ain't quenching nobody's thirst, Kiki. You're not satiating us. (laughs) Do more. Oh. oh, well, honey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right. I, I just, I, India's a strange duck. She, I just don't know how she pick and chooses who she wants to stand for or what she chooses to stand for. Because before this, I think the last time she came out, it was something she wrote another open uh, with Blue hair, blue's hair. She wrote an open letter for blue's hair. Who's that? Oh, not blue. Was it blue or was it North? It was blue. Blue hmm. Ivy. She was wrote an open letter when when people kept coming for the fact that they were saying Beyonce wasn't doing Blue Ivy's hair. Mhm. And then she wrote that open letter. And so I would just think if you're a person who would write a letter for that to me wouldn't write a letter saying, Hey, black person, I know that people are going hard at you because you went to sing for a racist, but I'm going to see if they'll give you a try. Like I, I just went and put those two together. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's like, do you know what time it is or you don't? Right. You got to mm-hmm. pick and choose, yeah. you know, you got to, you got to, Right. Too damn high right now. I tell you that. But. Like you y'all not accomplishing anything out here. Yeah, yeah. It just it's it's just a weird time, it seems like. 
It's, it's very weird, and um, I don't know. I just I don't know what to expect anymore. I because I never saw it like this, um, and I at this point I'm trying to figure out ways to protect my mental because I'm I'm scaring the fuck out of myself. Like, oh no, listen, I was like I'm gonna smoke through it. <laughs> Smoke while you still can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Donald gonna fuck around and he gonna take the greenery. He gonna take the fucking avocados. What else do white people like? He gonna take SPCA. He gonna take all y'all just y'all flavorless food. He gonna take all this shit from y'all, and that's when y'all gonna wild out. That's when he start fucking with the puppies and the avocados. Y'all gonna go off, and I'm gonna let y'all know it's gonna be too late by then. Once he take avocados, I'm slapping white people on site. I'm not playing. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> Don't edit that out. It's, I'm rioting. I'm going to riot. I'm telling you, right now, yes. I'm burning down the mom, um, the moms over here. The mom yes. organic grocery. I'm burning that shit down. I'm burning down all the trading jobs. They gotta go. I'm driving my car through the farmer's market. I'm flipping over Bethany's table of her arugula and her yes. fucking bomb toy, whatever the fuck she grew, you know, with compost and shit. Yes. Whatever the fuck Your little houses, all that shit gotta go. I'm riding. I'm riding. I'm riding. I'm riding. I'm riding. I'm riding. I'm dumping all the green tea into the chef's tea. I'm, 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 I'm riding like it's going. No more kombucha for y'all niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I swear to God. All the quinoa is gone. It's going to be gone. Ooh, girl. This joy right here. Shit. We got. I rolled the fuck out this shit right here. Uh oh. This. So, okay. Are you ready? No, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Louisiana police chief shows why the state's Blue Lives Matter law is so dangerous. All right, people, buckle up for this one. Um, Trigger warning for anyone. This is about the police, so uh, yeah, you might want to get your 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 pressure meds. Papa Zanny. Yep, do something, mellow it out. Louisiana's Blue Lives Matter law was intended to make police officers, firefighters, and EMS personnel protected classes under the state's hate crime statute. But one police chief in the state suggested Friday that it could also be used to punish people more harshly for resisting arrest. St. Martinville mm. Police Chief Calder Hebert, <clears throat> while praising the recent legislation, told a local ABC affiliate that anyone who resists arrest or gets physical with an officer could be charged with a felony hate crime. Resisting an officer or battery of a police officer was just that charge simply. 
Herbert said, but now Governor John Bell Edwards and the legislation made it a hate crime now. We need the police and the public to work together. The police can have a job. The public has a job of helping the police. And if someone happens to be involved in criminal activity, let the courts handle it. Don't resist physically, Hebert added. The state's Democratic governor signed the legislation in May, and according to the ABC affiliate, it went into effect in August. It gives prosecutors free reign to pursue more severe punishment for people who are believed to have attacked a police officer out of hatred, despite the fact that crimes against officers already carry a harsher charge. The law also does not list resisting arrest as as a qualifying offense, but does include battery and assault. Edwards' office did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Hubert's interpretation of the law is quite dangerous. Resisting arrest can be a fickle charge. What it is and isn't depends on the individual officer. For instance, mm-hmm. if a police officer grabs a protester's arm during a demonstration and that person makes a movement, the officer considers aggressive. A minor trespassing or disturbing the peace charge could be bumped up to assault and possibly considered a hate crime. A resisting arrest charge can also be used to validate excessive force or cover up unnecessary aggression from part right. of the officer. A cop routinely charging people with resisting arrest can be a red flag for abusive behavior. <clears throat> Louisiana is one of at least 37 states that has enhanced penalties for harming a police officer, regardless of the attacker's motivation. Killing a police officer is automatically classified as first-degree murder, regardless of if the crime is premeditated. Assaulting or battering an officer is also charged more harshly. But Hebert, like many, has one concern, making sure officers get back to their families safely. These guys go out there out there every day, and the main goal is to protect the public and go home at the end of the day. This is one step in making it happen. Hopefully the rest of the nation follows suit, he said. So this is... I don't know if anybody's been paying attention to some of the laws that have been going into effect, like about protesting and things like that. But, um, yeah, they're really trying to turn into a felony. They're trying to turn this into, like, a police state. Yeah. Law and order. Hmm. So. That's crazy. They just... Comply or die. That is tragic. That is tragic. Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, Now I'm mad at it. (laughs) But the other comforting thing, Mexico canceled the meeting with Trump. And said, fuck you, Good. bitch, and ain't been on motherfucking wall. <laughs> How you gonna make somebody pay for something? Mm-hmm. That's like me going into the Burlington and getting a whole bunch of stuff in my cart and then telling Burlington they're gonna pay for it. Like, no, not gonna mm-hmm. happen. It's just, I don't know. I mean, y'all fell for it. Like, did you really think it would be any other way? Did Mexico didn't ask for the wall. 
And then I heard that, like, there's some issues within Texas and the wall because some of the farmers' lands, I guess, back up to it or cross over it. <laughs> right. So now you got to work out the whole who owns what situation. Like, so then you got to have a hole in your wall. So what was the point? So the Tejanos said, our nation will not allow you to build on our land. We are sovereign. And fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck the ball. Um, also, it's interesting that they have money to build this wall, but his first priority is not to fix the pipes and flint. He so. says that he signed an executive order that we're going to make the pipes. The pipes are going to be made in the U.S., Meanwhile, bitch, how are they going to get their water clean? Hmm. Like, you're going all out of your way. Y'all fell for this shit. Y'all oh, fell for oh. it. Like, this is no white trash in America. It, ha- it has to be. This is white trash America. White trash is finally one. You know what? This is it. White trash is finally, this is our retribution for the Civil War. They finally won. They finally did it. They finally did it. They did it. Okay? They're they're happy now. (laughs) We're we're, we're marching back to the cotton field. Are you happy now? Right. Damn, Gina. Are you happy now? Are you happy? We've been taken hostage by white trash ideology, white trash America. They're taking everything. Our art. They ruined everything. The domestic violence program for women. Telling. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. You're going to beat us, get us pregnant, and then we can't abort them, even though mm-hmm. we was raped. So then you're going to charge us. Or. Uh... Yep. What the hell? Are, what, is, what is this? What are we living in? What? Like a... Thanks a lot, white America. Thanks a lot, white trash America. Because right. it was the white trash that did it. Poor white trash. Fifty-two percent. <laughs> those poor states. Those poor, rundown states where they didn't even approve. They didn't even take the money for the Medicare because Obama was giving it to them. <laughs> oh. This is it. Is that where he's going to do his voter recount? Well, his daughter is registered to vote into um, state mm-hmm. as well as his, um, his staff advisor. What about that um, that big bitch that voted twice and they arrested her? Oh yeah, so he's on something. <laughs> so let's he is. It is about. Oh God. Oh. Let's take this... Scandinavian. So that way, that that's the foreigner that he's saying those illegals who voted illegally in all those blue states. That's it. Let's, let's read, let's do a recount. So good. 
Oh my God! This was I'm a one to do a recount the and see that all these white people in college. <laughs> he wants to be Obama so bad. Obama oh. won the popular vote and the electoral college both right. times. Right, right. So now he's just hands down. Like there was even wasn't even like wasn't even a thing. This motherfucker right here wants to top him so bad he can't. He can't he never get will. to make up our terms of facts. He never will. Like, he will never be better than him. He will, Barack Obama will always be a beloved president for yes. all time. There's nothing you can say. We had, it was glorious. It was fucking glorious. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that bad. We survived. And, 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 and flourished. No, and it's all white America's fault because you've known this for decades, for centuries, that these motherfuckers are sick in the head. Mm-hmm. I believe racism is a mental illness. Mm-hmm. This is like we're in an insane asylum because we're constantly, it's the same playbook over and over and over again. We're constantly told we have to build a bridge. We can't be angry because, oh, it hurts my feelings. It's like now that nobody gives a fuck about white people's feelings or their white tears, they just have to start taking this truth whether they like it or not. Right. And, um, yeah, it's all their fault because they did nothing. You sat on your hands because as long as, you know, the white trash did your dirty work and voted the way you wanted, you didn't give a shit. Listen, I'm no. not talking about this shit next next week. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to come. I'm, I'm sick of Donald. I'm sick of talking about Donald on this show. He has to go. Let's put a gag okay. order on him. <laughs> I know that. So we got one more. Okay. Uh, the Women's March. Uh, did you watch any of the footage or follow it or? I, no, I saw. I I didn't watch the inauguration and I did not watch the Women's March because I felt like there was nothing there for me. Uh. So I, <clears throat> I saw pictures I saw, afterwards, but yeah. that's it. Oh, I I only um, reposted to my social media the petty pictures. Yeah, the reminder that fifty three percent of white women voted for Trump, and that ninety four percent. I am the ninety four percent. Thank you very much. Right. We voted for him. So am I. We showed exactly. up and did our fucking job. We did our so part. You know what? I'm sitting this one out. Because yep. I think that after reading this um, account from a woman, a Native woman. Yes, uh, that is. Girl, after it's... reading this, I was like, you know what? It, in my it just solidified mind, your fact, your, your, you know, your thoughts on it, right? For me, and it's for me because it was. When I watched it, there was a point in time where I became angry, where yeah. I was like, where were you when it was time to vote? Like, all these people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, now you want to march. And, and for me, it, the thing is, and, 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 and I read about this, and my thing is, <clears throat> I've been going through some stuff, 
in my personal life where mm-hmm. um, I've not had time to really dedicate anything, my time to anything other than myself and my family. Mm-hmm. And then this show, <laughs> right? You know, which is our baby, <laughs> right? So, you know, I do want to say that I think I have no cause of lending my platform, whatever that is, to whomever mm-hmm. is doing the work. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and I'm the kind of person I wouldn't mind putting. You know, like if I got five on it. I got five on it. Hey, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I'm there. I'm one of. The, I'm. I, I believe in activism, but I'm also. I have a skepticism because, unfortunately, um, knowing what can happen to our leaders, it does take a brave soul to step out there and do it. Right. It's not a you know job. I mean? It's not. I don't. So I don't. I don't come to my conclusions uh, lightly. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I've watched enough people, or made you know enough assessments of you know people. Like, okay, I may not agree with everything about a person, but I like to say I like to see that okay, they're actually getting things done. Then I'm more, I'm prepared to be like okay. They get they get things done. Yes, mm-hmm. if they are doing something, ah, yeah, definitely retweet, hashtag, whatever. You know, they're asking of people to help spread awareness and things like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or if you know, make a small donation. Fine, you know that that's okay. And I think that for me, it's just you know just assessing. But I think also too, what I found interesting was that there are people who attend these act these um. These 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 marches, and because it's like now activism is a little gentrified. Mhm. Absolutely. And the people who are there are not there focusing on the issue. <clears throat> nope. It's something to put on your ID or your Facebook or your Snapchat, but you're not there for the actual movement. Right. And I think that given the weight of the actions of the administration, that this is life and death for black and brown people. Right. These policies affect us the most. You all are going to feel it, but in a different way. But this this here, this is violence. Yep. For you, it's just your house. For us, it's our Mm -hmm. actual life. Right, right, and nobody ain't nobody like. Listen, we're tired. Everybody's tired. Mm-hmm. And when I read this woman's story, she's a Native woman. She's a Native American woman. I felt it was beautiful as far as you know the ritual that she described, and, mm-hmm. and you know she, you know, and for me, I'm glad that we, I'm glad that we kind of that I stumbled, that I got on the Tumblr and learned about social justice because yeah. I'm glad now that I know not to culture, like to appropriate other people's cultures. Right. <clears throat> and to really learn and, you know, give that respect to the culture. And I really appreciate it. You know, I appreciate doing it to other cultures 
But I also appreciate when people return it to me as a black person because people right. swear up and down we don't have any culture. But it's like, honey, we're at, we're all culture. You're right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like if you meet a black person, the black person is the most eclectic person is going to be an African American. Right. You know, we touch on it. We can, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> or we've already so done innovative. it. So mm-hmm. It's true. So the thing about it is, is, is that <clears throat> I'm willing to work with other women of color. I'm willing to put aside any grievances or issues and stand in solidarity on, you know, for this cause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because now's the time for all minorities to come together. Like fuck that shit. Now so it really if Chrisette is, comes it out tomorrow, if Chrisette comes out tomorrow and say, "Hey y'all, I fucked up. Y'all was right. I was wrong." You gonna forgive her? You gonna nope. work with her? Nope. <laughs> you just said you was gonna put all grievances aside. No, 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 no. I was talking about Latinos, Asian women, <laughs> like all of them. But no, let me tell you something. But for real, like my petty prevails. If you out here in any way right now, I'm taking note. My list is gone. I don't forget you out here not resisting. I'm not Let rocking you. I'm not you. buying your shit. I ain't watching your TV. I ain't sitting in your movie theater. I ain't coming to your shows. I ain't dancing to your videos. I ain't doing none of that motherfucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you not down with death, bro, now. You know what I'm saying? Don't come back around this motherfucker. I'm not, I'm not happening. If Pharrell is still new black, fuck Pharrell. I'm not no, happening. No, I think, I think he got his shit together. I think he fixed oh. that quickly. Apparently he bought like he bought a bunch of tickets for a movie theater out here to see Hidden Figures last week. Yeah, so he bought a bunch of tickets so people could go for free, but he only bought it in mm-hmm. select areas, like in Norfolk and in Virginia Beach. Oh, good. oh that's cute. Where mm-hmm. he's from? Well, he's oh. from Virginia Beach. Norfolk is like you know some areas are a little. Um, yeah, I don't know he's from whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to be cute about it. It's a little less, you know. I mean, it's not like how far is that from Newport News again? Oh, girl, that's on the other side. That's on. Oh, okay. They don't even touch. Like they, oh, okay. yeah, they don't even. Yeah, it's a it's a whole city in between them. Okay, got it. I forgot because I used to um. Get down around that way when I was younger. I was not all about those little spots and shit. Can mm-hmm. I tell you, we just got a Bonton ticket in Norfolk. Bitch, you got a Bitch. And so, um, listen, I, feel, I, I have not been over there yet because at first they had like the soft opening, so they weren't really cooking everything, but they had their grand opening a couple of weeks ago. So I got to make my way over there so I can get me some bonchon. Hunty, yes, this can happen. So yeah. bonchon is, I mean, it's all right or whatever. Like, I like the the, the garlic flavor or garlic sauce, mm-hmm. whatever one that is. 
But it's, I mean, I just like, you know, the crispy chicken or whatever. Yeah. But I'll, but I got to get me, I got to try it. It's something, it's something about it. It just, you try it for yourself. Oh, so is it like regular Chinese spot wings or like bad? No, they're like it's like they put um like um it's like a it's double fried I think, but it looks like it's uh, tempered, but it's not. Ah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. I might have to go through mm-hmm. Bon on Saturday. Oh, Girl. I don't understand. <laughs> you want me to read this? You said what? You want me to read this? Oh, what you got to read? The um, Women's March account. Oh, I forgot we was talking about that. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I'm high. Y'all got to bear with me. Y'all! Yes, me too. Go ahead and read it. <laughs> Gotta hope right. this recording don't cut off. You know what be happening. Girl, listen. I fixed it today. I mean, this week. Okay. Again, I'm going right. to All right, here's one indigenous woman's take on the Women's March on Washington and a sea full of white women. This will be a thread. This is um, from Twitter. Many women of color have criticized this march already. I'd like to share an indigenous experience of colonization and stolen land. First off, I'd like to point out I marched with a group of indigenous women, people with at Indigenous Women Rise, we stayed together as a collective. Before I begin to critique of the mar- my before I begin my critique of the march, excuse me, I want to thank every single organizer and marcher in our group. The experience was invaluable. We were surrounded by good medicine in DC, the belly of the beast. You could tell by our spirits we came from hundreds of years of resistance. We started a prayer circle in the morning in front of the American Indian Smithsonian Museum next to all those ancestors. It was powerful. We took smoke from Ponca Elder Casey Camp Horanek. We sang warrior songs together. There were so many nations that came together as one. I want to make it clear that I have my that I have my people with me, that I had a home in this march that was absolutely plagued with white supremacy. I want everyone to understand that our prayer circle was sacred and full of good spirits in those moments and how leaving the circle was toxic. I want everyone to know how disturbing it was during those brief moments. I left the prayer circle and became surrounded by the gaze of white women. My indigenized OU partner and best friend Ashley and I wore our regalia. She wore her jingle dress and I wore my ribbon skirt and ribbon comb. We were visible. They took pictures of us and then refused to take our flyers on pipelines, fracking, and in Oklahoma. The white women told us we looked beautiful and took pictures of us without our permission, but wouldn't listen to what we faced as Indian women. 
Ashley and I started a chant. You're on stolen land. White women shot us ugly looks. One shouted in her in her face. We know, but it isn't our fault. Multiple white women scolded us for being too loud. Multiple white women mocked me for lululuing war cry of sorts alongside Ashley while she chanted. You could hear what the white women said. They're real Indians. They're still here. I think they're faking it. Why do they look like that? All the while, I kept trying to focus on the energy and history of the land I was standing on, Washington, D.C., capital, stolen to Scataway land. I always try to think about my connection to the land, think about whose ancestors I'm standing on, and these white women ask me if I'm a real human. Outside the prayer circle, white women are taking pics and videos of us in round dance, where several white women roll up in redskins hats. White women asking, what is this? White women try to walk through our prayer circle and are immediately called out by our elders present. This is all before the march even starts. When the march starts, several white women try to join our group to march with us. Two white women beside me told me, guess we're Indians today, and laughed. We responded, we don't get to choose if we're Native or not. This is our reality and you are not Indian. You are disrespectful and need to go. White women respond, I'm from Minnesota. I can name a lot of lakes around me, and they're all Indian. I even know some tribes, too. None of us are amused, and we ask her to leave. She calls us in our march rude and said, it's unfortunate that Indians can't take jokes. When the march begins, I am surrounded by white women holding up signs like smash the patriarchy, keep your hands off our pussies, and so forth. We begin our first chant, Nin Wekoni, water is life. White women look confused. White women staring at us or just acting oblivious like we weren't there. And it makes me so, so fucking angry to type this. The tone deafness of all these angry white supremacists around me, their lack of care. Our lives as indigenous women are intersectional by necessity. Every day it's life and death for us in this settler colonial terrorist regime. I'm crying now typing this. One day it's a pipeline. The next our babies are stolen. The next our sisters go missing. Next we're killed by cops. And I'm marching and trying to hold my head up and remembering my Mikoki ancestors who marched on the trail of tears for me to be here. All right. <clears throat> that was from at Sin Narain. I hope I said that correctly. Um, on Twitter, I saw that it was being circulated um, via Facebook and her whole thread. And then she tweeted out of her account. And when I read that, I really, uh, my heart went out to her as a human. Yeah. Just, just as a human being. That's a blatant and disrespect. I, and I fully understood everything that she said and she felt. It, it was the callousness and just the entitlement. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just it's it's like you have no reverence nope. for the past, and it's sad, really. 
but yeah, it's like now you have to get up and you have to march with them, and it's like it's it's like violence, right? In a way. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know I I feel for her because of course I understand it's just it just shows you they're not here for us. It's it's only about mm-hmm. what's in it for them, what they can accomplish, mm-hmm. their needs first, and then everything else is secondary, if at all. Yeah, I'm tired they don't of it. Care. Mm-mm. They never will. You understand? It's just it's and it's like I've just come to that. It's, it's something I accept at this point. But we shouldn't. Like, hmm? I said, but we mm-hmm. should not. It is what it is. Like, you know what? It is what it is at this point. Hi. We'll see him at the next month. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Fucking doubt it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just know it is just wow. It's wow. not. It's it's really yeah, it's like it's the same the same story, just a different day, a different brown person. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no respect. Hunty, hunty. All of that. All of that. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. And then that's the part that where, where you're just kind of like, child, you might as well come on and sit with me. Right. And have a seat. Let's all just build our own table and have a seat. How about that? Right. Have a seat at our table. Yeah, because obviously... These motherfuckers like they tripping, they wilding, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they trying to kill us all, and it's it's sad. There. But the good thing though is that Nazi boy got punched in the face again, twice. So I think every time someone sees him out in public, they're gonna punch him in the face. Safe to say. Oh, He's about to stay in the house. <laughs> or get an anon mask. <laughs> I'm here for all of that. I want people to bully him. He deserves to be bullied. He should be bullied. We do not I condone bullying. Him. We here at the Cook and the Gooch podcast do not condone bullying. If you go out there and bully someone, you did that upon your own volition. Do not blame that shit on us. We do not tell you to do that. Whole time, Gooch is the invisible bully, but, you know, <laughs> whole time. It's okay, though. You know what? Don't write that. I don't have time for this. Long time, though. Like, find a lie. I'll wait. I don't bully anyone. Mm-hmm. No one. I, I just make suggestions of how mm-hmm. people should act. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's it. <laughs> hmm. Oh boy, what the hell? 
Oh, anyway, listen, I'm, I'm not going to be distracted this evening. I'm, like I said, I am mad thing. I'm just doing bullshit out here, just, you know, just trial is or whatever. So, um, let me see. Girl, anything else happen? Mm-mm. That's it. This mm-hmm. week, I need these celebrities to start acting up again so we can get back to the picture. What the fuck happened to Soldier Boy and Chris Brown? What are they supposed to be fighting? Like, what the fuck? What about the it ain't time. It ain't time yet. They're practicing. Oh, or rehearsing. What is it? Rehearsing. Huh? They're rehearsing. You said we know this shit ain't real. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. You start only acting up except for the dumb ones doing these inauguration shit. Mm-hmm. But you can uh, Thursday, praise the Lord, it's finally here. Oh, I don't, I don't watch that. Sorry. Oh Lord. And how to get away okay. with murder can be like I'm so here for all of this. Yeah, I don't watch that either. Sorry. Girl, but I did watch a new episode movie. of Naked and Afraid. What? Yes, Naked and Afraid. Oh, I can't. <sighs> Y'all don't know good television. These white folks be acting up. I don't watch white people no more. <laughs> Not boycotting white people. All of them. <laughs> I have a couple that are um so far are not problematic that I can um I can watch yet. Oh Lord. We need to make a list. Listen, I my petty is listen, if I have to watch the same movie over and over and over again, that's how hard my petty is going for this. Like I oh, be about to cut you off, I'm cut you off. Listen. Now's not the time. And you be walking around here. Like, at this point, it's like, if you say some racist shit, it says to be racist all along. Yeah. But if you don't say anything racist or got the sense to shut the fuck up, you know, you cool to otherwise proven that maybe you're not. That's how I feel. Like, I'm actually like, nah, I, I like, ain't nobody... I ain't taking no shorts. I'm taking. I'm bringing that back. That's my 2K17 aesthetic. I ain't taking no shorts. I don't even know what that means. I ain't taking no shorts, nigga. Meaning, like shorts. Like shorts. Like shorts. I ain't taking no shorts. Like if you say you um say I loan you twenty dollars, I'm like give my money back if you give me fifteen. Nigga, I ain't oh, okay. No shorts. Got you. Funny. Okay. Yeah, I too am not taking any shorts.
damn it. Uh, <sighs> I'm so sorry. I'm going to